All right, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to Easy Money, a sports betting show. Thursday, December 29th, 2022. Got a pretty good slate of games that we'll go through today. I'm Chris Gonzo Gonzalez, joined by Tony Gonzalez. Uh, how you doing? I'm oh, not too bad. Trying to get everything pulled up here real quick. I didn't do too bad yet. I had a pretty good day yesterday on, on the picks. On, the, on NBA, I, I was 4-2 and two on, on my picks. But then in... Uh, College football, I was one and two, and then college basketball I was one and two. So I didn't do great in foot, college, the college football and basketball. But NBA, I had I had another uh, pretty solid night. I picked uh, twelve games, and I was two and ten. I was horrible. Oh man, zero and three in the NBA, one and two in college football, one and two in the uh, NHL and college basketball. I was zero and three also. Yeah. I said had a pretty good night in the NBA again, but not in the uh check the sound real quick. Had a pretty good night in the NBA again, but not in the right. uh, but yeah, college sports I didn't do I didn't do very good last night. One and two in from the college football bowl games, but the problem was uh hell Arkansas was way up on Kansas, yeah. so I should have hit that one. They won, but yeah, but Kansas ended up covering the points. Yeah, because they only won by two points, and it was two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I think it was two and a half. Yeah. And then I had a uh, Ole Miss minus three and a half against Texas Tech, and Texas Tech kicked Ole Miss's ass uh, last night. That wasn't even a game. Now Oregon North Carolina game was a real good game. North Carolina lost, but I had them at plus thirteen and a half. But North Carolina led the whole game until the last like twenty seconds of the game, and then uh, Oregon was able to get a touchdown and kick the extra point. To go up one, and then North Carolina got got the ball. They could they they could have took a fifty five yard field goal attempt, and instead they decided to try a hail mary, and uh, end up getting intercepted in the end zone. Yeah, Minnesota just got a pick six. So they they must not have had a kicker that they thought had a, yeah. any chance of making it from fifty five. Yeah, college is hard to. There's not too many kickers in college usually. That I mean, there's a few, but not not a lot. Yeah, Minnesota just went up 21-10 on Syracuse. Got a pick six. There's some good, pretty good bowl games on uh, on the day again. And of course, Saturday you have the two two real big ones. Yeah, I plan on watching those. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I plan on watching them as well. Uh, but we'll go ahead and start tonight. We'll have, first, we'll, we'll start with NFL. you got a big Thursday night matchup. Dallas Cowboys at the Tennessee Titans. Uh the Cowboys are man. This is this keeps this number keeps going up. Uh, the Cowboys are fourteen point favorites now. So the last I seen was minus twelve. Yeah, it was at th- it was at thirteen in the like thirteen this morning. So who's the quarterback for Tennessee? It's going to be Josh Dobbs. It's going to be a third string quarterback. Uh, I don't know if Malik Willis is hurt or what, but he's not. Malik Willis isn't starting. Tannehill's out hurt, so they're starting Dobbs. He's played in he's played a few games in the league. It's it's. <laughs> I think Dallas wins the game, of course, which I thought Dallas would probably – I'd probably favor Dallas even if Tannehill was playing. Just I think Dallas is a little bit more talented. But that Tennessee defense, man, if that, if they can keep him in the game and that guy can just not – Yeah, they got him on the uh, football. But four, I think Cowboys win, but 14 points to me is kind of a lot just because Pollard, – Pollard's out too. The way, oh, oh, you got Pollard out. Plus, Dallas turns the, the way they've been turning the ball over. Uh, they, they get in the uh, pass-happy mode and then – uh, Dak has been throwing interceptions. Parsons questionable with a hand, but he'll probably play. Yeah. But no Pollard, so that puts well, more of a load on Z. 
but and for Henry's Tennessee, doubtful. Henry's doubtful. But from what I've heard, what, from what I was hearing earlier, they thought he was going to play. Something might have changed because now they're saying Henry's he's doubtful. doubtful. If Henry don't play, uh, I, I think I I do the minus fourteen. Oh yeah, if Henry don't play, I, I would take I would I would take Dallas at the minus fourteen. But uh, for to me, I don't know. I just think fourteen points is a little too much. I'll probably this is probably a game that won't be on my best picks. Uh, but I do think the Cowboys win the game. Uh, I, I just think t- Tennessee might be able to keep it close because of that defense. Well, we've seen Tennessee's defense, play, but their defense ain't played that well lately. We've seen how well they played against Kansas City and should have won the game. And another thing I, I just saw, and it makes a lot, it makes sense, is this game don't mean a whole uh, a whole whole lot to Tennessee because uh, if they lose, win or lose this game, the AFC South is going to be decided next weekend when they play Jacksonville. What the, yeah, yeah. Because if, even yeah. if even if even if they lose, they go to seven and nine, and even if even if Jacksonville wins, they would go to right now. I think eight and seven, whatever it would be. But then and then if whoever won would they'd be tied, but they'd have the tiebreaker. What's Jacksonville's basically. record right now? Look real quick. That's what it just said on the bottom of the TV. I'm said not sure no, about that. It said no matter what the uh, fate of the. I thought Tennessee was the, set, uh, Tennessee thought, would be decided next I week. I thought Tennessee is seven and eight right now. For the first seven and eight right now, and they lose this week and go seven and nine. I'll look it up real quick. That's what. That's what just came across the bottom of the. Of the TV or was that? All right, that's AFC. Oh shit! What happened? See east on south. They're both seven and eight right now. They're both seven and eight. So that means if Jacksonville wins, they would go eight and eight. Eight and eight. So if they were seven and nine, if they beat Jacksonville, they'd be tied, but they'd have the tiebreaker. Yeah, because it'd be eight and nine. Both would be eight and nine. Yeah. So it's uh so yeah, I mean so I mean, yeah, you would like to win this game because it does set you up, but if you don't, it's not the end of the world. And with all the injuries they have, so hell, they might, they they might set Derrick Henry out if he's that in that bad of shape and, and try to get help, get healthier for next week. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, you're starting a thir- you're starting your third string quarterback. Well, the same thing for Jackson, but they could lose. I mean, if something happened, they want to win this game, I'm sure. But if they but if they lose, <laughs> what's up, Mike Hughes? <laughs> Fucking nuts! But oh, he's crazy. <laughs> uh, so. You like the you like the you like the Cowboys up to fourteen. After seeing the he's after seeing uh, Henry's doubtful, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna I'm gonna I probably shouldn't, but I'm gonna take Dallas in the minus fourteen. So I think Dallas wins, but the fourteen points scares me a little bit. Because you got to think about Dallas's defense. You know they're going to come after. The oh yeah. Back. Oh yeah. Dallas has a defense, uh, but that defense also gave up. Well, that's true, but not to a third string quarterback. Well, yeah, that's true. And. and by the time they're done, they may be on the four-string quarterback because <laughs> they they're going to come after him. And then in uh, college football, you have a game on right now, Minnesota and Syracuse. But uh, then you have two more this evening, as you have Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma against Florida State. Florida State's ranked thirteenth. Florida State's a nine and a half point favorite. 
uh, minus 410 on the money line. Oklahoma's plus 315 on the money line. Over-unders, a 65 and a half. Um, I think Florida State wins this game, uh, but nine to, to me again, I think nine and a half points is too many points. I think this, I think this is going to be a close. Uh, it'll be a close game. Uh, I kind of lean toward the uh, over the uh, fifty-five and a half because I think both these teams will score uh, 25, 30 points. But I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think Florida State wins, but I, I kind of like uh, Oklahoma at the plus nine and a half. Yeah. What's the other college game tonight? And then you have, the other game is Texas and Washington. That could be a good game. I've seen Texas a couple times. Well, I've seen Texas three or four times this year. Uh, actually, after that Game start, starts at 9 o'clock tonight. Texas is a three-point favorite. Actually, actually, after that start, the Texas got off to – well, they played Alabama. I thought Texas was going to do better. Yeah. Well, but that quarterback got hurt. Quarterback so. got hurt, and they were, you know, first year for that coach. I think Texas. Oh, they're, I think they're on their way up because yeah, he, he has some good recruiting classes coming in. Yeah. Got Arch Manning, yeah. and then good. you had some uh, high rate, uh, highly ranked receivers fo- follow uh, Arch Manning to Texas. So I would say within, I, I think I think Sarkeesian is going to get that going. I'd say within two years. What do you think? They're going to be up. Probably top twelve team. Oh yeah, playoff. I think so. But they're uh, they're ranked twenty first right now. They're playing number twelve Washington. Uh, Texas is a three point favorite, minus one fifty two on the money line. <coughs> Washington is plus one twenty six. Over under sixty five. Yeah, sixty five and a half. And I actually, let me check something here because I told you guys. Wrong. Oklahoma, Florida State is over sixty-five and a half. I misread that. So, I'd like to. I'd go more toward the under than the over. I thought it was at fifty-five and a half. But yeah, Texas and Washington. I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. You got my, uh, Michael Penix Jr. quarterback for Washington. That is a talented guy. I uh, wish he went and left Indiana. Now, let me ask something. And then, and then Texas with Ewers also has a talented quarterback. I'm not sure about Penix's size because I don't know. Is he is he big enough to be an NFL quarterback? Oh, I, I, I think I think he is. I think he I think he'll get a shot. He won't get drafted real real. He might, he's going to be probably like a I think a fourth fifth rounder. Do you think, yeah, but do you, do you think but with his athletic ability and his arm, I think well, I think he could be well, a do, decent quarterback. With, with some of the guys, with some of the teams playing like they do, do you think a team like Baltimore would, would draft him in the fourth or fifth round, or San, even San, San Francisco? Yeah, you know, or uh, yeah, because he like I that. think so because he'd fit, he'd fit good in their in their. Uh, in their system. Plus, he's got a pretty good arm. It's like he has a good arm. He can and throw he, the ball. And he, and he, he can, can run. Move. He can move. He's athletic. He, uh, I think he could be a good quarterback. I, I think he'll he'll be a, like I said, a later round pick. Uh, but he's had a good. He's had a real good season uh, with Washington uh, since he's tra- oh, transferred he, over there. He was good at IU. I thought yep. that hurt. I mean, Washington's up to what twelve in the nation. So I mean. He's at, you know, what I mean, he's a quarterback. He's had to have let a good me, season. Let me ask you a question, real quick. I mean, a lot of people with this porthole, with the portal thing that they do now, uh, basically free agency for college football. Yeah, because I mean, let's say you went to, I'm watching Minnesota. Went to Minnesota and you was quarterback. You weren't highly talented. You go there, you have a great year. Well, now all of a sudden, Alabama well, wants you. Oh yeah, or, or Florida well, wants you. Uh, for example, the uh, quarterback from North Carolina, uh, May. 
he he's already had two teams offer him five million dollars to leave to leave uh, North Carolina and, and go and go to there and go there to play. That's what I'm saying. This NIL, I, I mean, I think it's good. Yeah, these players are making some money. I, sh- I think they should be able to make money off their name, image, yeah. and likeness. I, I, I don't. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but there's going to be some kind of there's going to be you got you got to put some kind of rules in place because right now it's it's like the wild wild west. It's it's. Yeah, I don't think you should be able to. It used to be if you was with a team and you left a team, you had, you had to set out a, yeah. a year. I think they need to go back to that because I, th- I think it's gotten. Yeah, they got to put some kind of rules and regulations with this NIL because it's going, it's going, it's just going, it's going to get out of hand. It's yeah. not going to be sustainable. And then now, and then how's this going to work? Say, say we're okay. Say something happened and we blew up and we decided we were going to sign some top, sign one of these college players to NIL deal. Mm-hmm. Well, if I sign you to an NIL deal, and, you, and your team has a national televised bowl game. I want you. I want you on the. I want you on the field and playing in that bowl game. And you and you a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys sit out these bowl games because they're going to go in the NFL draft and don't want to get hurt. And I understand that to a point. Yeah. But also, if I'm paying you money for your name, image, likeness, I want you. I want you on the field, yeah. especially on a national televised bowl game. Well, and the thing of it is, that they they could put that in the contract. And and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there needs to be some kind. I think I think there needs to be some changes made. Some kind of. Because right now there's no regulations at all on it, so I mean it's like the wild, wild west, and the the transfer portal has basically changed, uh, turned into free agency for college well, for college and football. I, and I understood, I understand the portal because yeah, because the coaches draft bring you there, recruit you there, and sometimes and, 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 you don't, and, 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 and then you they, don't fit there. Well, no, they said they bring you there, and, and then, then after they a year sometimes. they leave, yep. and now you're, you're the new coach comes in, and you're and not he, part of the plan. No, he's gonna bring in his guys. So I mean, I yeah. understand that. No, I don't have a problem with transfer portal, but I'm just saying well, I do, I, now the way it's working now, it's just like free agency. Because yeah. a player can just, and I think there might you might need to make a rule like how many times a player can transfer. Well, yeah, because the team. I mean, you know, uh, what I mean, how many times can you enter? You, you should only be able to enter the transfer portal so many times. No, you no. shouldn't be able to enter like every like after every season. Like I said, it's a slippery slope because I mean I understand. Uh, you you go to IU, nobody else wanted you. You go to IU, you perform great. And now everybody wants you. I mean, you want to get your value, so I understand that end yeah. too. But I also understand a team nobody else wanted you, and they take a chance on you and give you a full ride. Uh, now you had success, and and they think you they brought you there because they think you could be successful, and you are successful, and you're going to help build their team. Now you're going to leave. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a. I mean, I understand it's business. And like you said, co- coaches leave the coach that brought you in and, and really believed in you. I think if they leave, I think if a coach so leaves, I mean, you should have a right to leave. Now, I don't think if the coach leaves and they bring you in, I don't think you should be. I think you should have to set out. Of you. Well, I, I think they should make a rule like where you can only enter a transfer portal like once or twice. You, you shouldn't be able to enter after like every season. Yeah, if you, I think make a rule that way. More of these, I mean, because the players should, should have to make a commitment to the school as well, especially when you're a lot of these schools are helping with, or some of these schools are doing nil deals with players, so. And if a school's doing that to you, I mean, doing an NIL deal with you, you should, I don't know, I just feel like you, you should have yeah. more commitment to them. And, but it goes both ways as well. I think the, the school or some of these coaches don't have the commitment either, but I can't blame a coach for if he's at a smaller school and a bigger school offers him double the money. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to blame a coach for leaving. That's like all, we were talking on the afternoon show about Deion Sanders and a lot of people mad because he was 
in the black in the black community was mad at him because he was leaving the HBCU school and felt like that he was a, a traitor and leaving them dry. And it's like no, a lot of people didn't even know who Jackson State was. Now they do. He basically he paid most of the money to uh, remodel all the facilities and stuff. There he gave he gave half a salary to back to him for facility things. <laughs> I mean, and then now look at all these players from Jackson State that are, are heading to play at Colorado in a bigger conference with them. I at mean, Colorado he's, or, he's or, gave a lot of people different. You at, know what I mean? He's gave a lot of people opportunities at Colorado or maybe even another college. I mean, yeah. maybe some other colleges look at some of those players. And yeah, play. and I, I mean, I and I, and I think I think Sanders eventually. I think I don't. I think if this goes good in Colorado, I think Sanders will be at Florida State. Oh yeah, I'm. Actually, I'm surprised Florida State not. hadn't went. I, I'm surprised Florida State didn't go after him hard this year. Uh, it it just makes so much sense. I think some people may worry about his personality. Not saying I'm not being negative, but he has he yeah. he, he he speaks his mind. And when you're in a big university like that, being at Jackson State's one thing. So I think maybe Florida State's waiting to see how he does at Colorado, how he handles adversity and, and controversy and things like that, and, and if he conducts himself uh, well. I don't think it'll be like you said. I don't think it'll be long before we stay. But there's going to be other people. Oh, around. a lot of these big, yeah. But his name, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, just because name. And he's also helping open the door up for more play, uh, former players to get coaching jobs in like in college. And you know what I mean? If if he's successful, they're they're well. Now you got now look, Ed Reed just Ed Reed just took a head coaching job with Bethune or somebody like that uh, yesterday. So. It, if these guys do good, you're going to see more of these players. And then guess what? That means you're going to see more, start seeing more of these former players in the NFL coaching. And and, and what are most players? Most players are, are considered minority or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so you're going to see, start seeing more black, black coaches, Mex, Me, Mexican coaches. And you know what I mean? But the, the thing, another big thing with, the, with uh, Sanders too, is that, like you said before, his name is his, his name. Going to bring boosters. The boosters are going to want to be around him, and they'll spend money just to be around him, or, or meet him, or talk to him. And they'll, they'll they'll spend money on nil deals to, to help get to help get play, players there that they want there too. You could you could have a coach that, that's been coaching in Oregon or, or one of the schools and been undefeated and and won uh, forty games in three or four years and only lost four. Uh, they're not going to give a hoot about him if, if Sanders is is in the room. So I mean the people. I mean his name. It's just the way the world is. I mean, no, no, I agree. It, and it's a. Uh, it's going. It's going to be interesting to see how it works out. College football is a huge, huge business. Oh yeah, huge business. Uh, so that was all the college which, football. Which is bigger business, college football or college basketball? At one time, I was college basketball, but now I don't know. I, I think I think now I would say college football, uh, and I think I think college football is even going to start getting because the play, the bigger playoffs. with expanding the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I would say it's college football. I mean, look at a lot of these college football games draw uh, draw more fans than NFL games. I mean. Yeah, Michigan's over a hundred thousand, hundred twenty, I think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these college Ohio stadiums hold some of these college stadiums hold more people than what a lot of the NFL stadiums do. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's pretty big, and these and these college fans travel. I mean, like these bowl games, a lot of times are 
or not close to like where like I don't know where they're playing, but today on this game, but most time it's not close to like Minnesota or Syracuse. So and you and you still see a lot of the fans travel. Don't get me wrong, March Madness, you you see a lot of that yeah, as well yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think college football is more relevant during the regular season than college basketball because in college football, one game one game can can basically end your chances to get in the in the well now it won't be as maybe as much, but before if you lost one game, that, that might have been your chance to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh so I think that's the other thing that helps college football is every game means a little more where in college basketball. If you can just win enough games to get all you're worried about is winning enough games to get basically get March Madness. Or your or your, you know, I mean try to win your conference. But yeah. it's not like every game, every game don't feel as important. Because like, hell, how many games this year is we're big IU fans? How many games this year have IU played schools where it's like, well, I'm not even worried about if I watch that game because it's a smaller school. Yeah. You know, I mean, this time of year you pick out the ones when they're playing the big matchup. Now when conference play starts. I think college basketball gets a lot more interesting, but until conference play starts, all this this first month and a half and month of a yeah. month and a half of non-conference games, I mean, really, you don't get you get a few good games in some of the tournaments, but other than that, it's it, it, I just so that's why I'd say college football. Uh, let's go ahead and college. We'll go and do college basketball because I only have a couple games there. Uh, there, there was a pretty big slate. You got a bunch, you got quite a few games that we're on right now. Uh, but the games I like, I like uh, Butler at the minus two and a half against Providence. And then I like uh, Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne, uh, minus two and a half against Robert Morris. And I like Cincinnati, minus four and a half against Tulane. Uh, that, that's going to be the three games I like in college basketball. I've got a college uh, basketball parlay. Uh, i got Wagner minus nine at LIU. I've got Ohio State minus 27 at Alabama AM. And I got the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee win money line at Oakland. Yeah, man, there was too many big spreads. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> There's too many big spreads that in uh, college basketball. One minute, you real quick. I'll go ahead and do my NHL. Uh, yeah. Okay, I've got the. Uh, Montreal Canadiens at the Florida Panthers. I'll take the Panthers win money line. I got the Ottawa Senators at the Washington Capitals uh, win money line. Uh, Washington Capitals win money line. I got the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets at the New York Islanders. I'll take the Islanders win money line. All right. Uh, well, let's jump over to NBA, and then I'll, I'll, we'll go through and give you guys uh, our best or official picks to, at, uh, after we go through these games. Uh, but NBA, first game tonight, it'd be the one I'll probably watch a little bit of. Uh, got a Cleveland Cavaliers at the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Cleveland's a four-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, minus 196 on the money line. Pacers are a plus 164 on the money line, home dogs. Over-unders at 223. Uh, Cavaliers are th- two and three over their last five games. Uh, they... they these two teams have played each other one time, and the Cavalier, or excuse me, Cleveland beat the Pacers one eighteen to one twelve. That game was in Cleveland, so <coughs> they play Pacers played them on the road, lost by four points. Uh, Pacers are two and three over their last five. I like the way the Pacers. Uh, uh, I really like. I really like watching this Pacer team. They're a young team. 
I think if they just can tighten up defensively a little bit, uh, they're going to be more dangerous. I think they're ahead of schedule. Uh, I like I like the Pacers at the at the plus four and a half. I'm t- I'm, I'm gonna take the Pacers, but I'm gonna take them with money line. You going money line? Okay. I, I I hope they win the game. They've been playing good. They won the other night when I took them. Uh, I took them as underdogs as well. Uh, Cleveland's a good team, but Cleveland plays a lot better at home as well. Uh, real quick uh, on the Pacers. Uh, I've heard that they've started uh, talks with uh, extension for Turner. That dude's name's always in trade talks or something. Well, but, yeah, they, they're, they're uh, all kinds of stuff. The way, I, I'll tell you what, I like the way he's been playing this year. He's This is probably the best he's played as a Pacer. And he's surrounded by a bunch of shooters. And, I mean, in some Indiana's – well, so far it looks like Indiana hit their hit – their, uh, Picks right, yeah. I mean, you got you got Matherin as a rookie that's making a big impact, averaging around 19, 20 points a game. Then you got Nimhard that you got in the second round from Gonzaga that's uh, that's played big minutes for you yep. and, and has done a good job. Hit a game, hit a game winning three uh, over the Lakers earlier in the season, and then and then you added Halliburton who's playing out. I mean, he's playing having the best year of his career, playing great. I mean, hell, he. Uh, leads the NBA in assists, and then he's he's averaging 20, probably 23, 24 points a game. One thing I like about the kid from Gonzaga, he could be a definite future leader for that team too, one of the leaders for the team. Yeah. And the reason I say that is there was a game in particular, I think one of the games where he hit a – well, he's hit a couple uh, games where he's hit the winner. But but the one thing I liked was one game where they had uh, Turner set out and uh, Halliburton out, both. He stepped up and scored like – 34, 36 points, you know, and that's not what he does every night. But he he, he yeah. does it. He's, well, got, then, those, well, he's you, got those qualities. Yeah, and you can't forget uh, Buddy Hill, who oh, yeah. uh, he scored. He had 28 points that night, was the lead, was the lead in scoring. Halliburton had like 24. And Hill was six or seven for three-pointers. And that's the thing. Hill gets hot. Uh, he, yeah. yeah, he gets hot. Well, he's been shooting at a real good uh, percentage, yeah. too. Uh, three point line and Halliburton has as well. I think they're both are shooting almost forty percent from threes. Right. And um, but I tell you what, Pacers will chuck up. They'll chuck up some threes. <laughs> I ain't too many. <laughs> Even if they're not hitting them, they'll ch- they'll they'll keep chucking them. Uh, next game is the Oklahoma City Thunder at the Charlotte Hornets. I just seen where Hertz practiced today. Oh, did he? for the fir- first time? Uh, you know, since the injury. Oh, the Hornets are one-point favorites, minus 118 on the money line. The Thunder are even money on the money line. Over-unders at 238. Uh, the Thunder are 4-1 and one over the last five games. Hornets are 2-3 and three over their last five. Uh, Hornets have looked pretty good the last couple of games. They're starting to get healthier. Uh, Hornets are going to be at home in this game. I, I, I like the Hornets here uh, on, the, on the money line as a uh, – Slight, slight home favorites. Uh, next game is the Los Angeles Clippers at the Boston Celtics. Celtics are six and a half point favorites, minus two forty five on the money line. The Clippers are plus two hundred on the money line. Over under is at two twenty eight. Uh, I think it's going to be a real good game. Neither ne- neither team really has anybody on the injury reports. Uh, Boston has looked like. Mm, uh, one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league. Jason Tatum's playing at an MVP level. Uh, 
I'll tell you what, that game he played on Christmas Day was unreal. <laughs> he was hitting he was hitting everything he, even when he was covered. Uh, he was hitting tough shots. So uh I I like the Celtics in this game at home, but I don't like the six and a half. I think I think six and a half is just too many points because I, I think this will be a close game. If I was gonna pick something on this game, it would be pro- it would be probably the uh uh, over the 228. Uh, like I said, I think the Celtics win, but six, to me, six and a half is a little too many points. Uh, what was that? 223. All right, next game is the Memphis Grizzlies at the Toronto Raptors. The Grizzlies are three-point favorites, minus 148 on the money line. The Raptors are plus 125 on the money line. Over-unders at 228.5. Uh, the Grizzlies are 1-4 over their last five games. Uh, been one of the best teams in the, in the West, but uh, had a little rough patch here the last few games. The, Rap- the Raptors are 2-3 and three over their last five, and they're on a four-game home uh, losing streak. Uh, so they haven't, haven't played it well at home the last uh, few games. Uh, I think I like the Raptors here at home. Uh, I know they're on a four-game home losing streak, but a hey, streak's always in. Uh, Memphis just hasn't been playing real great. Rap, I like the Raptors at home. They're starting to get a little healthier. Uh, so I like the Raptors on the money line. Getting them, getting them at uh, plus 126, I think that's good value uh, with the Raptors being at home. Then you have the New York Knicks at the San Antonio Spurs. The Knicks are five-point favorites on the road. Minus 205 on the money line. The Spurs are plus 172 on the money line. Over under at 224 and a half. Uh, I think the Knicks win this game. Uh, Knicks are uh, one and four over their last five. And they have some guys out. They have Toppin out. Uh, RJ Barrett's out go- is going to be out tonight. Uh, so that kind of worries me a little bit. Spurs are two and three over their last five. This is a game I'm probably not going to pick, but uh, I like the Knicks to win. But I don't know if I want to lay the five points. Uh, the uh, the under the two twenty four and a half in that game is uh, would be interesting to me. And then you have the San or wait a minute, no, we just done the Spurs and Knicks, didn't we? Yep. We have the Houston Rockets at the Dallas Mavericks. Last game NBA game of the night. The Mavericks are ten point favorites, minus five hundred on the money line. The Rockets are plus three sixty five on the money line. Over unders at two twenty five. Rockets are one and four over their last five. Mavs are four and one in their last five. Uh, the other night, Mavericks made a hell of a comeback. On the, did you see the highlights of that? Yeah, I did. They were down by nine with thirty seconds left, and somehow Luca willed them to overtime. <laughs> a play you never you never hardly see work miss a free throw on purpose, and especially the guy that shot the three free throw to get the ball back and put it in. It was a great comeback, but man, you, you got to call that a collapse too. But yeah, the other team also. I mean. Yeah, but he, he – oh, no, oh, yeah. No, it, was agree no, with it was a great comeback. I mean – No, I agree with you. It was a collapse, too. You are up by nine with 30 seconds left. You shouldn't lose. There's no way. You got to hit your free throws. But uh, Luca had six, 60 points, 20 assists, and 10 rebounds. Won the, or 20 rebounds and 10 assists. Is he the MVP? I, I, think, I think right now it's between him and uh, Joker. Well, what about a uh, guy from Boston? And, and Tate, yeah, you have to have Tatum right there too. So it's it's going to be interesting, man. But uh, I just think if Dallas, 
it's weird because I say if Dallas puts got some more help, I think, but it's kind of, the way he plays the, is he's so ball dominant. I don't know if you if you bring in some if you bring in shooters around him like that if it's going to be as effective because he's at best when he has the ball in his hand. But uh, all right, I'll get my go ahead and give the picks my picks for today. Um, in the NBA, I'm going to go with the Hornets on the money line, Pacers plus four and a half, and also like the over the two twenty three uh, in the Pacer Cavs game, the Raptors on the money line, and then. I'm and I'm gonna go with the uh, Dallas Mavericks at the minus ten. I usually don't take big, very big spreads on the NBA, but so NBA Hornets money line, Pacers plus four and a half, and the over the two twenty three, Raptors money line, and the Dallas Mavericks minus ten. Uh, NFL, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving out a, game, a pick for my best picks, uh, but. I think the Cowboys win. I just don't like the 14 points. Uh, college football. Let me ask a question on that Dallas real quick. What about the over-under there? I think it went, wasn't it like 40? I forget what it was. That would probably be what I would pick if I was going to pick one. To give out on the best picks. That's 40 and a half. Man. I mean, that could be a possibility. Uh, maybe a 27-6 game or something like that. Yeah, I, saying, I, I think I like the under, especially with the third-string quarterback for the Titans. Yeah. I don't think Titan, and Henry might not play. Titans' defense is pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'm going to do the under the 40 and a half on that game. I'll, I'll go ahead and get – I'll go ahead and take that. And then in uh, college football – I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh I'm gonna take Texas minus three. And then I'm gonna take Oklahoma at the plus nine and a half. I think Florida State wins the game, but I think that's gonna be a closer game. And then college basketball, I like Butler minus two and a half against Providence. Uh Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne minus two and a half against Robert Morris. And Cincinnati minus four and a half against Tulane. Uh, that, that's gonna be my uh pick, picks for uh Thursday. Okay, I'll go ahead and give mine out. Uh, NFL, I'm gonna take Dallas minus the 14. I think uh, Henry may not play. I don't. I can't see Tennessee Tennessee scoring very many points. Even though Tennessee's defense may be able to hold Dallas down a little bit, they're gonna spend a lot of time on the field. So I think Dallas can cover the 14. Uh, college basketball, I got Wagner minus nine at LIU. I got Ohio State minus 27 at Alabama A&M, and I've got. University of Wisconsin Milwaukee win money line at Oakland. My NHL uh, parlay: I got Montreal Canadiens at the uh, Florida Panthers. I'll take the Panthers win money line. Ottawa Senators at the Washington Capitals. I got the Capitals win money line. I got the Columbus Blue Jackets at the New York Islanders. I got the Islanders win money line. NBA: I got uh, Cleveland at uh, uh, Pacers. I'll take the Pacers win money line. Knicks minus five at the San Antonio Spurs, and I'm going to take the Memphis Grizzlies minus three at the Toronto Raptors. And real quick on the NBA, I know, of course, you know I work uh, third shift, and so I I heard just a touch. Uh, can you give me a quick rundown? What what did LeBron say? Got people. Oh, basically, he basically said, basically said he, he don't, that he don't have enough help. Basically what he was saying. 
they were asking him about the team and asking him about if he's trying if he, if he feels like he has to score 30 points a night and, and stuff and he, he basically just said that they just don't have the team right now and he, uh hopefully they can they can get it right here within the next year or two and people getting on basically because the team you have is because of you that's my issue. I mean, you you had all you had all the young talent that they had traded away. You brought in the guys that you, and, that you want, and and that to that thing he got rid of the young talent, and they did win a championship. Yeah, they, yeah, they did win a championship. They did win a championship. So. Even though, even though a lot of people say it's not a real championship because it was in the bubble, <laughs> but I, I'm I not going to say that. that championship's a championship. Yeah, I don't. Is it the same as playing in? And you have it with the crowd and everything, no, but hey, that's what it was that year. Yep. It was the same for everybody. Yep. Yeah, it, so that's still a championship. So it's a championship. But yeah, I, I just caught bit, bits and pieces of what, what LeBron has said. I haven't watched all of uh, like watched what he said, but it's what I, from what I heard, it was basically they didn't have enough help. And, and I, I've seen your uh, counter uh, part uh, on your show. You guys do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the judge. And of course, he's a big Laker fan, or uh, he lives out there in LA, just to hammer the ownership. But the ownership did what they wanted him to do. They brought in LeBron. They give LeBron everything he wanted. They won a championship. Now the pieces of crap. Yeah. It's all the owner's fault and the people running the team. Well, yeah, LeBron helped make those decisions. I don't care what these people say. He did. Oh yeah. Russell all- Russell Westbrook's here because of LeBron. Look look at this young talent that they, they were on. they were talking about bringing Buddy Hield and some. And two or three other guys, young guys, and if they'd have got them, they'd be in a lot better place right now than what well, they were by getting well, Westbrook. Well, look some of the young talent that they gave away. Yeah, it's that's starting to play really well. Yeah, Ingram. I mean, they could be they could be in, in in a hunt for a championship still, and and maybe multiple championships. They get they they give away your young talent and a chance to build a team the right way. Uh, you know. I don't know if it's the wrong way, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The right way and try to ha- win multiple championships, and they traded that in to win one. That's what they did. Yeah. But all, uh, we appreciate everybody everybody uh, watching. Please hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Gonzo Sports Room and at the All Sports All Plays Network. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitch as well. We greatly appreciate it. Uh. We'll, no more shows tonight. I will. Well, I will be on unscripted at seven p.m. Eastern night. Uh, come, ch- come check us out on that show, at unscripted on Facebook. Uh, you can usually find it on unscripted at YouTube as well, and and it's usually it's always on the ASAP All Sports Network, All Sports All Plays Network. Excuse me, uh, but it's usually a good show. I, I know uh, it's at least going to be me and Jay tonight. Don't know who else who else will be on, but it'll be. Uh, it's usually a good show every Tuesday and Thursday. So uh, join us for that tonight at seven. Uh, tomorrow, be back at uh, one p.m. Eastern tomorrow for the ASAP Afternoon Blitz. Uh, there will be will be no easy money tomorrow. We're going to do a Saturday show instead of Friday, uh, and give out all our picks for the Saturday football games and and uh, Sunday football games. Don't know the exact time yet, so uh, check our social media out: YouTube or excuse me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'll put out a thing letting everybody know what time on Saturday, uh, but we'll, we will do something probably Saturday, early Saturday be, uh, before the games start. So I don't know, maybe 11, 12, somewhere on there. But like I said, I'll, we'll, we'll get something put out. Um, we'll have, we have some, uh, if you're a pro wrestling fan, we have pro wrestling shows coming back up. Uh, I know we have one January 8th uh, and, and uh, working on 
some more interviews here as we get uh, get into the first of the year, and then also we'll be having our big uh, our big uh, end, end of the year award show yep. uh, here uh, here real soon as well. We'll announce the date on that. We appreciate everybody watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow, or no, see you guys Saturday. Like I said, I'll put the time on social media uh, as soon as soon as we uh, we get a time set. I hope everybody has a great day. Hope uh, hope some of these picks hit. Had a decent day yesterday, and uh, we'll see you guys on Saturday.